Good morning out there, pod world, and welcome back to another edition of Tahoe Talk. I'm Mike Barron, joined by Rob Galloway, and this is supported by Tahoe Daily Tribune and Sierra Sun. It's Monday, June 15th. Here's what went down. And here's what's coming up. <laughs> I mean, starting out with C19, I mean, I don't know which is a bigger topic, the Black Lives Matter, racial justice, or C19, because, I mean, we just surpassed 8 million cases around Mother Earth here and 436,000 deaths. Uh, because, and why I say this is neck and neck, we're seeing a surge in 20 states here nationally, wow. um, a resurgence of the virus. Uh, Beijing is adopting wartime measures with a new outbreak in China's capital there. Uh, you know, New York saying they could shut back down. The stocks are diving. And, you know, you're seeing the Dow and the S&P um, really taking a hit from this as people are losing confidence in opening back up a little bit. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that, Rob? Well, I, I did see um, they're calling at least Arizona the new hotspot. At least that's what I saw yesterday. They have um, more than 4,400 new cases in the last 72 hours. And so per capita, their infection rate is, is um, more than three times higher than New York. So it's, wow. I mean, we're, I think we're just in the midst of that second wave that everybody was um, saying was going to happen. So it's just, I think, a matter of managing um, you know, how, how we open up. I think, you know, other places obviously are, are better than, than others, but um, some of those places that opened up quite quickly with not as many restrictions or guidelines, um, we're, seeing, we're seeing the effects of that. Yeah. And as I always say, we are lucky to live up here where we're at. So, uh, you know, the, the crazy story is still 42,000 people stuck on cruise ships. The, the staff, the workers there still at sea are in port because of this. I was sort of baffled that they're, they're still hunkered down there with no paychecks either. That um, is crazy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Four months. I mean, you know, they're living it and breathing it, but Wow. Um, yeah, that's, that, that shocked me a little bit. So transitioning from C-19 over to the BLM, not the Bureau of Land Management, Black Lives Matter, just when you thought protests were winding down and maybe settling, the dust settling, anger in Atlanta. This is a big one. And the, the, um, the video online, you got to watch it to see the whole story. But a black man shot after falling asleep, uh, they, they think he was, you know, uh, driving under the influence, fell asleep in a Wendy's drive through. Uh, you know, he starts to flee from the cops. They have a little tussle. He steals the cops taser. And then as he's running away, he points the taser back at the cops. And then that's when three shots were fired and he uh, died in the hospital. So uh, watch the video. There's, you know, surveillance video, body cam, uh, cell phone videos from all over. Uh, but then they, they burned that Wendy's down uh, yesterday. So there's a lot of unrest over there. And uh, big news here. My dad and I used to watch cops religiously back in the day, every Saturday night for two hours, cops and live PD, which was cable's most popular show uh canceled from tv for moments exactly like this i, so, I didn't even know cops was still going right <laughs> i mean it was a hollywood gold mine you know for for some of this content but others you know they 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 did show a couple uh, deaths uh, on live pd accidentally so that i mean Makes that's sense, really though. comes down to it yeah it really does and in better news for the whole movement the jordan brand michael jordan commits a hundred million dollars over 10 years to racial equality uh apple saying they're doing a hundred million as well for racial justice and then youtube doing a cool thing where they're giving out grants and scholarships in the tune of a hundred million 
to support black creators on their platform. So those are some big, big donations there. All right, now, in other news, <laughs> Twitter is getting a new upgrade or feature, I guess you could call it, the think before you tweet. <laughs> so Twitter said they are testing out uh, a, a feature that's going to help trigger happy tweeters. So if you haven't actually opened the article, they're going to ask you, do you mind reading it first before you share it? Uh, what I mean, this... I, <laughs> <laughs> you think it would just be inevitable? I, I don't know. Like, right? Before you share something, you're going to read it. But that's not the case for a lot I, of people. I would I imagine it happens way more than um, people actually reading. I, I would say right. more people probably retweet something um, and only read the headline than actually read it and then re retweet it. <laughs> so the Think Before You Tweet campaign, is, you're going to start to see that. Um, so read it folks do your research uh in spacex news they have launched another batch of 60 starlink satellites saturday morning right before the crack of dawn and the cool thing here is they're utilizing the reusable rocket booster from june 2nd so just 13 days later that booster that comes back down and lands on its own well, they're, they've already reused that and sent another batch of Starlink satellites up. Check it out. There's some really cool photos because it was launched uh, at night there. And in other news, James Bond, they have pushed up their premiere. Uh, so they are go that's going to be November 20th for the United States, November 12th for the UK. And then Tenet, which is sort of the tentpole or the big blockbuster of the summer, they've pushed it back a few weeks uh, for that premiere. I know you were pretty excited about uh, seeing that one. Yeah, yeah, that looks like a great movie. And then the Oscars are likely to be canceled this year. Not affirmative yet, but very likely to be canceled. Well, so that's it in the news. Yeah, I mean, and they're, they're usually late February, early March um, for when they go, but it's more around just the release of movies. I mean, there's just not been the release mm -hmm. of movies to be able to you know, influx or of the category. So exactly, exactly. And then uh, in iPhone news, the 12, the model 12 has been released or leaked, I guess you could say, not an official release <laughs> uh, but details and pricing were leaked out on Friday, starting at 649. So, I mean, you can get them up uh, north of a thousand dollars for the pro models with more uh, memory, but uh, they, they sort of took it back down a little bit there. Uh, so check that out online if you're an iPhone lover. And then the Supreme Court of the United States just this morning said, no, you cannot fire somebody for being LGBTQ. It was a six to three opinion. And again, that went down this morning. So uh, hot off the press there, I guess you could say. So nice. that's nice. what I've, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's what I've got. What about you, Rob? Well, let's dive into, I mean, we had talked about uh, COVID-19 and, and just some of the effects and some of the surges that we're seeing around the nation. So your, your recap is we've been doing in and around Lake Tahoe, El Dorado County with 113 confirmed, 91 recoveries. That essentially leaves us with 22 actives, but it is unknown exactly where those actives are sitting. So uh, they do not have that information. Tahoe region at 54 confirmed cases. Uh, Quad County region in the valley, 
64 active with 184 recoveries. Douglas County specifically, they are sitting at 10 actives and 32 recoveries. Nevada County, I don't know what's going on with Nevada County. The, <laughs> the information on their site, um, they're, right now they're showing, showing 48 active cases. And if you remember a while back, they were sitting at zero for the longest time. Um, but they're also saying there are only 52 confirmed cases with three recoveries and one death. So it's almost like they restarted all of their reporting. I don't understand what's going on over there. So, it, but it looks like regardless, the east part of the county, that's where the most activity is. It's just, I don't know what, what they did there. Um, but yeah, since the last time I checked it, it's like, what, what is this information here? I don't, I don't understand what's going on there. But Placer County, they're looking at 372 confirmed cases, likely recoveries, uh, again, using that likely uh, of 220. East Tahoe region was sitting at 26 confirmed when I checked this morning. Washoe County, they are sitting at 638 active uh, with 1,269 recoveries. Over the weekend, the county reached its all-time high in actives at 642, so they've dropped a little bit from there. And there's the, one of the things that I like uh, about the information for the county's website for Washoe County is they're showing exactly where the actives are. So now we know there are three active cases in Incline and zero active cases in Crystal Bay. So um, I, that's, that's a great stat. If all the counties could do that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, some of them are just more, more than not, they're just showing confirmed cases um, and then just a total active for the county. But uh, Washoe's digging a little bit deeper there. Uh, state totals, California sitting at 152,882 and Nevada at 11,201. So that is your wrap up of uh, COVID cases in and around Lake Tahoe. In other news, Governor Sisolak, Nevada Governor Sisolak, he dispersed out CARES Act dollars and Douglas County specifically. Uh, they're going to receive $8.93 million. And this funding basically goes to help local governments um, cover expenses due to the virus. In all the state of Nevada, they received $148 million. Most of that goes to Washoe County at $86.1 million. Clark County and Vegas, because of their size, it's anything above $500,000, they get federal funds. So that's why they are not getting any of this money for the state. Um, and we had the, the announcement last week that South Lake Tahoe, South Tahoe High, their class is going to be riding high on the chairlifts at Sierra at Tahoe for their graduation ceremony. And I recall, Mike, there was a certain podcast saying that we should be doing this and we called out Sierra at Tahoe. So what's, what's they, up, right? I know, right? John Rice and their crew stepping up, paying for the insurance. So I love it, man. Just another, uh, you know, feather in the cap for those guys and really giving back to the community. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely unique. So that, that, should, be, that should be fun for, for those folks there. Uh, Truckee and North Tahoe, they had their virtual ceremonies last week. Incline Village, they're looking to have an in-person ceremony on their football field on July 8th. So they pushed that back uh, mm. quite a bit from, from the rest of the folks around the Tahoe area. Uh, Wattel is this Friday, so June 19th. They're going to be doing parade style. They're going to be starting at uh, Kale Community Center, and they're going to be basically driving uh, decorated cars from, from the community center to Zephyr Cove. So uh, that's what's going to be happening as far as graduations goes. The TRPA, they are working to get boat inspection stations fully staffed so that they can open up by late June for boaters from out of the area. So they do not have a definitive date set yet, but that's what they're shooting for. And it looks like all you Tahoe-only boaters, uh, you only get to enjoy your peace and quiet for just a little bit longer, and then you're going to start to get a lot more traffic out there, I'd imagine anyways. 
Yeah, given the the traffic that's been in town <laughs> in terms of cars, the boat chop is going to be gnarly with this great weather. <laughs> I would imagine, yeah. yeah. Uh, in meeting news uh, this week, the Douglas County Commission, they are going to meet, and one of the items that I thought was uh, particularly worthy of, of noting uh, is a discussion around the possibility of adding an advisory question to the November ballot for a quarter percent sales tax that is going to basically primarily fund open space preservation in the county. So. Uh, if you want to hear about that, you can attend that meeting virtually. Uh, and then last thing that I got here, looks like, uh, you know, after slightly cool, still should be gorgeous week of weather, mid uh, to high 70s, middle of the week. And then as it starts getting into the weekend, low 80s, and then just looks like a string of 80s for, for a while. And I'm digging that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> getting full summer going here. So, and the days are long, right? Almost the longest day of the year, just one week away. So take full advantage of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, that was your talk. Talk a little longer than normal, but just to remind you, we're only doing these once a week, every Monday morning. You can catch us right here. So we got to pack it all in there. And then we're also going to be uh, recording a new tap podcast, Things, Adventure, and People. Uh, and this week's guest is Debbie Brown, owner and proprietor of Cold Water Brewery and Grill. So make sure you check that one out. It is slated to hit the airwaves on Thursday. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe and stay sane, people. <laughs>